0: learned about the today. Is the second day Davov the We're talking about demarcations of kvarim to avoid kainim stepping there, or tars, or truma, worse to be brought into that area. Says the The last thing we learned was the role of rabbanim that they have to have the finger in everything. Says <clears throat> the Gemara. Amar Abudu. Abudu said. If you found a, a boulder, a large rock that had this uh, lime on it, a sign, so we're going to assume that Tachter Tame, somebody who's buried beneath that boulder, and uh, but not on the sides, only directly beneath it. You found two rocks next to each other. And obviously, underneath the rocks, we assume that there's a corpse and uh, to avoid it. The question is what about in between the rocks? So, we say as follows. We find that there's also lime on the ground between the two rocks, that then 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 it's coming in between the rocks, in between the rocks, yeah. Um, now, even though we learned before that, when you have a demarcation, it's not underneath demarcation, it's like demarcation means beyond this point, that's where it begins. But when it comes to an area which is protruding, the whole idea is we're scared that suddenly your chance upon it, you're and you, by the time you realize it's standing in a tumbriger place, you're already standing on the line. So therefore, we said the line is not part of the tumor, it's before it. But when it's raised above the ground, like in a rock, that you'll notice it, then we don't have to add extra land directly beneath these. This uh, this line is where the tumor is. <clears throat> okay, so that's the logic. So um. <clears throat> So the question is, what happens between the bones? So if there's a line there on the ground, then that's tummy as well. You may see the rocks and directly beneath them tummy, but not the area between them. But I I said You want to ask a question. Are you telling me, even though the lack of you didn't plow through the field? Remember we learned yesterday that if you plow through a field, there was a cave in there, but you plow through it, then you broke everything down, even though they might. A word, you might touch things, but that you could observe from above, but the hovering is not a problem because they're all too small to generate tuna of hovering, of oil. So you're saying to me that even though you didn't plow between between the rocks, we can assume it's toilet. <clears throat> but Tanya didn't relearn in the Abraes is saying something else. It says there, Mozart, Evan, Achas You found one stone that um, was marked Tentachter Stein you found two stones, and there it says, em yes, chaydeh, As you can see that it was plowed in between, then we're going to say, even if there was a corpse there, it's now Toy. But, but if not, then it seems, even though there's no line over there whatsoever, we're going to assume that if there are two rocks with a mark on it, then, then we'll assume that even between, also somebody was buried. <clears throat> and the reason why they didn't mark it in between is because they didn't have to they felt that the extremities are marked, obviously the inside is also marked. So it's a question of what you just said. Uh says mm-hmm. the said. I'm gonna pop a over here where it says that it's tumbled between the rocks, even though it wasn't plowed. <clears throat> it's talking about the shahasi Shop that the seed is on top of the rocks and also on the slope of the rocks, on the sides of the rocks, there's also traces of that lime. And therefore, <clears throat> we're gonna say as follows. If there's on the side as well, then we ask ourselves what's going on here. So we're gonna say, if the area was plowed, then we're gonna say that while you were plowing, you moved some of the, the lime around and that's why you see stains on the side of the rock as well. But there's nothing on the ground beneath. And, um, and that's why the piece is all over the place, flakes. But if the, you did not plow and you have to wonder, you made the line on top of the rock, why this also so on the side of the rock? Then I'm going to say, you know why? Must be this tumor. It's, it's supposed to be an indication that there is a corpse lying between the two rocks as well. That's what it means. So, When does this Bryce highlight the fact that it was plowed or not plowed? It's talking about when you found also some lime on the side of the rocks. So if it was plowed in between them, we're going to assume it's it's between the two rocks. And the reason why you have white lime in there is because of the plow itself. It caused these little you know white pieces to throw around and fly all over the place because of the plowing the equal you peel some of it off. but the Eli but if not see Eli see Eli then see the beta Bailu. otherwise you'll say why is there lime on the side of the rock that must be the demarcation for the area in between the rocks the tummy and it is tummy that's when we raise the issue of plowing only if you find it on the side but if you're talking about a case where the lime is on top of the rocks nothing in between we're going to assume that it, it is tired yeah um <clears throat> Omer um, says, Meitzar Echad, in those days a boundary, the boundary was not just some line that they made around the field, they actually put rocks there and we, and we see it in America, well, well, plenty of places and it elevates and you elevate it. So that becomes a boundary fence. So it's an elevated boundary. So if you see Meitzar Echad you see one side of the field, the boundary is a line on it, you know, it has this mark. This identifying mark that there's a cave, that we're gonna assume it's only beneath the rocks. Who Again, we said that because it's raised and it's elevated and it's noticeable, then where the mark is, that's where the tomb is. Schneim, two sides, two sides, let say an L-shape, hint main, only the boundaries are tamechola, in fact, like a, a U-shaped, all three sides. Nevertheless, we'll say Hemt main only beneath these lines of the of our bar, if on all four sides of the field, even though it's elevated, you see these this line, and we'll say that on the other way, way around, and then we'll say that on the contrary, this is coming to identify that the entire field is Tameh. And then it will be like any other uh, mark that we said, that underneath it itself is Tameh, it's, it's marking off, it's cordoning off an area that the entire area is Tameh. And the rest of the field is could We learned, we don't make a mark if it's not, if it's, a, we don't want the mark to be too far away from the area that's So If you have marks on all four sides, the boundaries must be the entire field is coming. <clears throat> okay, it must be the entire field is <clears throat> So We don't want to take away, reduce any land from accessibility to any parts of Eretz We can help it says so he further, we learned in the Mishnah, the Yitzhak Klein. What else is it? They went out to check the fields to see if there's any climb mixed seeds grow. of are you telling me that climb is you go out to Klaim? Let me ask you a question. We learned not so long ago that in the Echad the first day of other, mashmi and but the first day of others when you read Parash Hashkolim and that's when they make the announcement of Hashkolim and the 15th day of other is when they have the tables all over the place, and then in Yishalayim, on the 25th day, about it. so it has nothing to do with the Chal-a-Moy. In fact, it's a whole entire month before, month and a half. And then it says, mm-hmm. And the Klayim they announce on the 15th day. Sorry, on the climb. So it's a month and a half before Pesach. So what are we talking about Chalamoid? Then there it says also, day is when they go ahead and they read the Megillah on the wall, city like Yishalayim, and the yachting, the 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 god to remove all the weeds from the roads, at the fix of all the streets, the lumbered the god measure all the mikviz to make sure that there's 40 soil in the mikviz, the oycin, to take care of all the needs of the public. We said before that it's coming to teach a lot to dig brand new holes if it's uh, for public consumption and necessary, you know, to build uh, reservoirs and cisterns they would also go out there and mark off the graves the and they'd go out to decline so what do we see from here clearly they were done on the 15th day of other not the 15th day of Nisan or it's like 60th or 70th of sens yeah um, Rashi already asked, so why, only, why are we only asking about climbing? In our mission it says you fix up the roads, Chalama, and here it says you fix up the roads in the 15th day of other. So why are we only asking a client? Why aren't we asking about fixing up repairing the roads? So Rashi said, to come to repairing the roads, you probably have to do more than once. So it's quite possible you do it to 15 day of the major works, but then it brings, it, it continues to rain and it causes a bit more damage. So you fix it up, you do repairs again in the beginning of this, but obviously it's less. And, and you know how much it's a lot less the rain stopped now it's a lot less than what we did in other but in climb once you pull out the weeds there's no point to come back again so that's the question by roads there's a point of repairs twice major than minor but um when it comes to climb once you move the weeds it's gone for this crop. so uh, all the you know the foreign seeds so why if you did it in the 15th of other would you go again on the 15th day listen and check for climb <clears throat> They have two answers, One of them says, can can but you're right. We check climb twice. Then one of them is for those that you know sort of grow early on. And not everybody grows at the same time. So those plants that grow early, we can check the 50-day budget. Well those that are late bloomers, we can only check in this, because you cannot really tell until it starts growing to see that there's things growing differently. And so, can the early, but come, come late. It's like the end of Parshish Shmeis, when we talk, um, we talk about the We're talking about the different um, grains. The early ones are late. The Chadam, another one says, and be rock. When it comes to grains, then we look at the 50 day weather. When it comes to vegetables, they generally grow later. That's where we go on this. So, there's a need to go for both. We're looking for two different things. When do we say that you don't chalgal before Adar at all? It's either the fifteenth day of Adar or chalimay is she'ainitznika. You cannot recognize any of them. You know of the seeds growing or the plants growing. Avol nitznika. If you can tell it by the blossoming, and you can tell whether it's uh, it's, it's far in season or not, you eat in a lane, you got even earlier. So you want to find? So meisna bechaloshemay dinafkinen. Why dafka chalamoit? So go out before Pesach, go out after Pesach. Why dafka do we go to It's a very interesting answer that the Gemara gives you. Why dafka chalamoit? Om Rabi Omra Om You know why? Because that's the cheapest time for labor. Why is that the cheapest time for labor? Because nobody's working chalamoit generally. So there's a lot of people out there looking for a job. And therefore, if you're going to go out, you can tender it and get people to be prepared to take a discount, a cut. On their pay, so they can get some employment. So, and and why is that important? Wages then are much cheaper than throughout the year because there's plenty of work around, and most people don't work. So, So, what do we learn from here? The fact that, in other words, we are going out of our way to make sure that we can hire. These employees to go check people's fields these supervisors to check whether there's climate or not. we want to pay away as little as possible and why is that because you know where they getting the money from this is tzedakah money this is the money that people donate and when you're, you're dealing with mom and tzibur tzedakah money you have to you have to uh, be stingy in every penny you have to calculate every penny. And therefore, if you have a choice of paying wages X or paying wages Y and getting the exact same result, then you have an obligation to try to pay the lower wage. And that's why we delay till to, 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 um, Chalmay. Mean, what an interesting philosophy here that the that money or Tsibir money, you have to be much more careful and spend it much more widely and wisely and be sort of a spendthrift. Good. And, 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 and more than that. Who's actually paying the wages of all of these supervisors? Not the owner of the farms, but the government, the gov- uh, hectic is paying it. Therefore, it's Sudaka money. But these are them. You have to know, because if it's not money, but actually each farmer, we, like we make a tax, a levy, and each farmer has to pay for the supervisor that comes to, to visit the mine of Columbia, what do we care? If it costs them more money, it's not our problem, it's their problem. Coke, come the boy, Little whatever they have to pay, they have to pay. It's our concern how much it costs them the government. You know why are we encouraging them to go chalamayt so they can save some money? It's not our place to go ahead and worry about people's finances. That's not our job. Um, must be because it's communal money. It's Communal money. It's our chachai is to try to find ways to get the best outcome and spend the least amount of money. Which is a very interesting philosophy when it comes to how to deal with communal money and communal coffers. And, and, and people should be profligate with public money, which is the other way around. Okay, when we say that if you find climb, you have to get rid of it, uproot it. What's the ratio? I mean, you always might find the wind can blow a couple of seeds into a farm and you get uprooted on time. How much? What's considered climb? Um, this is how it actually is very, very brief. saw, every measure of a saw. So if in the area of a saw, 50 yam by 50 yam, you have a, a number of seeds equal to a quarter of a kav, then you might. You have to then reduce it. But what happens, you have to remove it all. What happens if you have less than a quarter of a kav, you can leave it there intact. And now, according to Rashi, if you find more than a quarter of a kav, then all you have to do is bring it down to less than a quarter of a cup. Other shame show if you found more than a quarter of a cup of, of foreign seeds, then you have to remove the entire crop, the entire uh, foreign seeds, not just bring it down, reduce it to less than a quarter of a cup, you have to remove them all. But didn't we learn elsewhere? They find that your field is infested with climb. They don't just go ahead and pull out the weeds, they ban your entire field and they say that this field now is ownerless. Anybody can come and take whatever they want. So, which one is it? Like Kasha. So, it's interesting what happened Look how it evolved. Can before they made instituted some new regulations. This is post that what happened. to Tanu What is but in the beginning. Everybody was very honest. So the Bezner would send out these supervisors, they would go in the field, notice they noticed some climb. they thought the guy, you know, there's naivety, thought it's permitted, whatever it is, so they went along and they pulled out, they weeded, it's like weeds, because these, these uh, don't belong in this particular field, they pulled out those uh, alien seeds, and what they do with them, they gave it to back to the owner, Say hey, feed this to your animal as far Because the owners of the farm, so mamish, overjoyed, for two reasons. First of all, you took out our weeds because these foreign seeds are, are like weeds to this crap, Number one, and number two, you just found gave us food for our animals and it cost us nothing. And the second thing is that now we have fodder for our animals and it costs us nothing because we don't pay you supervisors. The uh, you know, the head is paying. He saw people starting to take advantage. That you know, they, they didn't bother fixing up their own field. They were waiting for the supervisors to do all the work for them. So they made a connection. If this, so the next step that evolved was they would weed out all of these foreign seeds but didn't give it to your animal but what they did was they would toss it out in the street and say anybody come and take it but they still very happy though in the farms but you, you went you went through our whole farm inch by inch and you took out all the foreign you know all the weeds and if i would have to hire help it would cost me a fortune here the hag is paying you communal coffers are paying you the Chacham realized how people were exploiting the situation. He's kidding. The next um, step was, we punish you, we penalize you. You're relying on us. You know, it's one thing you have less than a quarter of a cup, but it's more than a quarter of a cup, it wouldn't have been noticeable. So you're just taking advantage. You want us to do all the work for you. If you do that, we're going to penalize you, and your entire field becomes healthcare. We'll post guards there, and then everybody can come in and take whatever they want. So that's what happened. Talking about it further, um, so in the first Mishnah, we learned, the first Mishnah holds that a Beis HaShloch, uh, in a field that's very thirsty, that, that needs irrigated water. So then we uh, make special dispensation of Halamite. And uh, as long as uh, you're preventing a loss, and um, and it's, it's not excessive bother. That was the view of the first Mishnah. Now we're going to have a little bit of an argument, and, and see the first Mishnah is like Rabbi Zeman in fact we won't had a whole discussion beginning who the author of our mission if you have this base uh if you have that say um a field even a base about the way the way is, some learned, even a base about which means that rain water is adequate but if you have like the excess water next to one tree you're allowed to then divert it you know, all you're doing is you know you're taking your foot and making a little ridge in the ground, diverting some of the water from one tree to the next tree. So even though you're not really preventing loss here at all, but there's really no bother at all. But what's a big bother? All you do is putting your foot in the ground and um, you know make a little uh, groove, and the water flows on its own. Mm-hmm. Well, or Provided you don't then make um, do this and make sure that the entire field is watered, because if you water the entire field, <clears throat> then Since it says, there's no loss whatsoever and it really requires more effort, I'll do that. The next case, let's say you have plants, grains. You didn't bother mm, irrigating it before. You should not go ahead and irrigate it on. Big how to learn. Rashi learns that since you didn't water it before Khalamoid, that means it could grow without water. So another eight days is not going to ruin it. So therefore, it's not really preventing a loss. And it's just that you want it to be better and more fertile, more profitable, and that you're not allowed to do, according to the first opinion, which is like our first Mishnah. Others that I'm just the opposite, that if you didn't give it to drink, it definitely needs a lot of water. And a lot of water is a very big bother, and a very big bother. You know, and um, the Chachami Matil the disagree. They hold like Ramea that says that uh, even if it's not a loss, even if it's just a profit, you're allowed to do that on Chalamud. And therefore, they say you're allowed to water the entire field, not just one tree to another tree. And they said that even though you didn't water it before, then irrigate it. before Chalamud, you're allowed to do Chal-a-Maid. The third opinion of the Shining that says the problem here is that it needed water before Chalamud, but you couldn't be bothered. In other words, you're relying on chalumay when you have some more free time. Ah, if you couldn't, if you could, if you should have done it before chalumay, and you didn't do it before chalumay, we're not going to let you do it on chalumay. Kortablas mi Yakov. Since you're more, oh, Rabbi this is Rabbi Zvi Yaakov saying you'll have water in the entire field, but im ha'isa sud mitunenes. Let's say the field itself was very, very moist, and now it's drying up, then it, there's a loss about to happen, then you're allowed to mutter, you're allowed to water the entire field. Even if it's, let's say, on the base of you generally rain water is sufficient, because, but because it, was, it used to be very wet and now it's dry, it means it needs desperately some water now. It's not raining right now, so then you're allowed to, so it's, a, it's a, a, an excessive loss. We say in Allah to, um, to, to pass, you know, per, um, uh, what do you call it? Irrigate the entire field. We're talking about if you didn't have anything to drink before. But if, let's say, you, you did irrigate it before. So then, then you have to continue doing it in because it needs water. So to prevent a loss. So then to prevent a loss. This is the part that we're trying to bring out. And if it was a, it was a wet field, moist field, now it's dry, but to 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 prevent a loss, they ain't mashkin the But if let's say uh, a field that's that really dry, and that's how generally it is, you're not allowed to irrigate it. The because it's not really uh, preventing a loss, because anyway it's always like sort of a dry field. And the uh, amate permitted permitted all along, and uh, because they say even if it's not a loss, preventing a loss it's just merely a profit. You're allowed to do that on chalamay. Shabbos so, vinyakiv here is like the author of, uh, is like our uh, first mission that we had. Amar uh, We learned from here according to the Rabbi. He's high in his garden. Shodil pour water all over him, Chalamay, chalamay. Even if you don't do it, there's no loss. But remember, the Chacham holds we don't need a loss even if it's just profitable. It's also right. So the gori, yeah, the was a So the gori, field that's generally dry. Um, um, what, what do you call? So the gori, a field that's generally dry. My time. Um, why is it that you're allowed to fail a mashal kharf Because if you add water to it, you, um, you're not preventing a loss, but you make it a bit more profit. Those those crops that generally are delayed that will grow later, but you just brought it forward because you added some more water, right? And get you allowed to, according to the Chachamim. So, the Sending over here, when it comes to a garden, if you water it, you're gonna bring forward that single will grow earlier. And according to you're allowed to do that. It's good enough. It's good enough. Yeah. Now, the tar- tarbits is different than mashki. Mashki means you put a lot of water, and tarbits means putting a little bit of water. Tell them what we learned. Marbitzi, you're allowed to put water, a little bit of water, stay love on a field of grain. Bishvi is in the year of of a not in a um, Chalamite. We're talking about over here a field which generally sustains itself on rainwater. It doesn't really need irrigated water. So therefore, you're not allowed to do a Chalamite because, again, uh, you're not preventing the loss. It, it, it's enough, sufficient, the rainwater. You just want it to grow better that, that you're not allowed. Well, Tanya, we learned elsewhere: you are permitted to do it. You're allowed to do chalma. You're allowed to even though it's real profitable, and not a question of preventing a loss. Amar ben Lakach, Rav you need a loss to prevent a loss, which is like our first mission, Devin alzu chalma. In other words, Rav Ben that even if it's just a question of profits, also permitted. Tanya, we learned elsewhere: Marbitz, that you love an eder is... You're allowed to go ahead and pour water on the uh, field of grains. Um, right before Schmitt, in order that things should grow in the year of But when you're doing it in the year, in the sixth year, not only that, in other words, you're not allowed to water in the year of itself to grow Schmitt, because then you're working with the Schmitter, but you're watering it prior to Schmitt, and then you're allowed to not only that some my bitz in Saddle Lamashree is Kedah is allowed to water Shmita not that you wanted to grow in the year Shmita. I guess I'm talking about now towards the end of the Shemitah year. You wanted to grow in the Athia you can do that or you all you lose a little bit of a little bit of water you can do that. Mishnah Sodin, but continuing to talk the laws of Halam Soddin as is allowed to capture you're allowed to capture this particular animal called Asia. What in the world is this animal called Asia? The think Mara will talk about it in a minute. So, so the mission says here that you're allowed to capture this, this um, the issues, uh, because it's destroying your field, and therefore you're allowed to capture it to avoid any more destruction. That's how body and field mice, they elon from a f- uh, field of trees, and they love them from a field of crop, from, uh, from grains in The normal way of capturing these, trapping these animals, what you're doing is you're preventing a loss, uh, whether it's chalamoid or Why it should be a problem in shmita, because what you do is, we'll see more later, you dig a hole, and that's how you trap them. But remember, digging a hole, you know not to dig holes, because plowing, and you digging a hole, it looks like you're being choydash. But in this instance, you're allowed to. To prevent the loss. However, when it comes to a tree of fields, their mice are much more threatening and cause so much more havoc. Then go ahead and do whatever you have to do to trap them. When it comes to a field, a grain field, they're, they're, the field mice don't really cause that much damage. Then you have to trap them, but not the normal way. And because because it's not really avoiding a have make a shinri. Another thing is, let's say a part of the, if there's a breach in your wall, you're allowed to go ahead and make repairs. And when it comes to Shemitah, not only you want to make repairs in a breach, but you want to build a wall in the first instance. Why? Because you want to make sure that your field is protected and people don't trample on your field and so on. First of all, my ish, what kind of animal is ish? A A creature that has no eyes. So according to rabbi we're talking about a bat here or kind of an owl. According to Rashi, Rashi says it's an animal with no eyes. And Rashi says, it digs in the ground. So we're talking about something like a weasel or a mole that has no eyes. We're not talking about a flying creature. We define this word Ishes. That ish means that you can't see. Just like this little creature that crawls on the ground and it comes out of its shell and it sort of fades away and it decomposes and everything else. Is so in the Ishes will fall without even ever seeing the sun. So we see, we're talking about the issues of some kind of a creature that, um, that, uh, what do you call it? That, that? That has no eyes, doesn't see anything. And the is saying, that's what should happen to all the shapes So we see issues is this animal with no eyes. Um, <clears throat> says the first, we learned. Sodinus issues with our body, you're like not to trap this issues, this bat or this mole, that's our body when filled by they have love and they have ill and they're like not to trap them the normal way this is what like I'm this is the first opinion, I'm Mishnah. then it says here in the Braisat, in the, in the, in the, um, you can destroy Khalamoid, Chirinamolam. <speaking in Hebrew> you have ant hills, you can destroy an anthill. So Kate and <Hebrew> How do you destroy an anthill without the ants coming right back? <speaking in Hebrew> a very interesting thing. Maybe offer, you bring sand, <speaking in Hebrew> you find another anthill, you bring sand from that other anthill and you mix it with this anthill over here. Some say with ants on it as well. Some say even without the ants, just the sand. And what happens is in there's a struggle, there's a war. As we know, we read that ants are considered the strongest animal in the world because they can pick up things greater than their weight. And in um, Chöinke, there's a struggle and... Um, and what do you call it? and they strangle each other so either so some of us just say because the other ants will struggle you know with territorial what actually seems to be saying it's not so much there other ants it's just the sand and because they don't recognize the smell they smell the sand and they don't recognize it so self-strangling or, or, or against or they um i guess revolt against each other you have to make sure that the that the other ant hill that these ants here don't recognize therefore, there'd be a struggle. So it has to come from the other side of the river because then there's no scent that can travel that far. And it's much more than just the other side of the river. there's no bridge because otherwise ants continue walking. It could very well be some of the ants here travel to the other side. So they recognize that scent and therefore there won't be a struggle. And the like a gambler, not only there's no real bridge, there's, um, there's not even a board that you can cross over. And not only that, There's not even a very narrow bridge, and you have to hold on to the rope to be able to cross across it. And because if there was any of those, then the ants can just walk back and forth, and they would and have recognized the scent, and there won't be a struggle here. You have to make sure that the ants on your side have absolutely never smelled the sand on the other side. And ad uh, how far away does it have to be on the other side of the river before we can say that that the ants don't have uh, any sense of it? is at parser, minimum distance of a parser, it's amazing. If there's, even there's a river and there's no bridge, if it's less than four kilometers away, the ants have this unbelievable scent that they can recognize the sand. Or maybe the sand in, in, in this, in this an existing locale are all very similar. You have to have sand from a different locale, and a different locale means a parser away where the ants then don't recognize it and therefore they are confused and the struggle begins. Okay, we'll uh, stop over here and we'll continue tomorrow.